in a world saturated with podcasts, Two Brothers, One Bible stands out as an intriguing addition to the audio landscape. Ooh, oh, that was good. What yeah, do you think yeah, about that? That's good. I don't have any idea what that means. No, no. Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. And from Columbia, Tennessee, at New Song Baptist Church, it's now time for Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And Peter, it's great to see you once again. I hope you are doing well. I am. Merry Christmas, Robert. Merry Christmas and deck those halls. <laughs> don't we want to? <laughs> I don't know what decking the halls means. I have I've, no idea. I've never decked a hall in my life. But if you do it, fa-la-la, will you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please fa-la-la-la-la. Please. <laughs> And send all your Christmas carols yeah. to uh, to Peter Searson. Ah. <laughs> you know what? what? You actually play Santa Claus during this time of year. Oh, it's not playing. Oh, you are Santa Claus. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I am the Claus. You are the Claus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, <laughs> well, I thought I would share that with uh, with our listeners that yeah. you actually uh, do that for this whole month. I I do. Yeah, yeah. you probably just traumatize some people, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they they won't know. No, okay. Uh, they're not going to come sit in your lap. Well, you never know. Well, that's true. Okay, <laughs> well, let's move on. We're going to do another uh, another few verses on hope, which mm-hmm. is the Advent uh, subject that we're talking about in these podcasts. And we've got a couple of we've got three verses that we'd like to kind of look at uh, today. Yeah, as I was preaching this this sermon, there was just a, a you know you've got that that passage about Anna, mm-hmm. and then you got the, the Isaiah passage. But uh, a bit more, uh, there's a great passage in Hebrews that talks about hope, and then there's a, a verse that, that Paul wrote in Titus. And then I finished it up with uh, another verse in Isaiah. And so okay. I thought it would be good for us to, to look at those as well. Let's look at those. Let's look at the first one. And, and if you have your Bible with you or if you have something with your Bible on it, be sure to look this up. It's Hebrews 11. Uh, verses 13 through 16. Yeah. All right. So let's, uh, let's read that right quick. All right. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. So here is another fabulous section talking about hope. Hope. Mm -hmm. And and it really starts off with uh, that very first verse there in in verse 13, that uh, all the people, all these people were still living by faith when they died. Yeah. So they didn't get to see. No. The stuff, you know, you could go all the way back, and I think the Hebrew writer does, yeah. goes all the way back to Abraham. He does. And he yeah. goes, uh, Abraham, and talks about mm-hmm. Abraham was promised mm-hmm. this great, yeah. great thing that all of his descendants were outnumbered the stars. Yeah. And he never saw that. No. And, and yet he followed, it was counted to him as righteousness. Yeah. Well, but the, the story is the same as ours. We we live by faith, and, and we're going to die not seeing that faith realized. Right. We, we still have that hope. We we live with that hope, that faith, right to the end. Oh, we do. You they, know, and, and it's something that we 
We really can't picture it. You know, I, I think if we try to do our best description of what heaven is going to be, I, I think we're going, to, we're going to miss it by a mile. Right. But we're trying with what we've got and, and saying this is what I believe eternity and heaven is going to, going to look like. And sometimes that's a struggle because we're so impatient. Sometimes it is. Uh, yeah. But I also think I, I think we just have – you know that that inability to be be creative. I, I show houses to people because mm-hmm. I, I do real estate as as well as pastor the church, and and it's amazing what different people can get hung up on in a house. Some people <laughs> uh, they can't see their furniture in there because other people have their furniture in there. It, it's so cluttered. I can't I can't know what the house would uh, look okay. like. How big the room would be without furniture? Sure. And then if you have an empty house, you know, it's like, well, I, I don't even know if my couch would fit on that wall. <laughs> and then some people, it's like, oh, that color, I, I just can't, I can't. I said, well, it's nothing that a can and a paintbrush can't fix. I know, but it's that color. I that, just can't. I can't get past that. Yeah. and, yeah. and Or I wish this this door was, when not here, was over here. And it's like, well, move the door. <laughs> and they just can't. No. And I think that's what we have when it comes to heaven is how do we take our earthly, finite views and imagine what this infinite heaven's going to look like. We we just can't. We just can't do it. Oh. Yeah, we, and, and I love that real estate thing because uh, my daughter just bought a house. Yeah, and it was very exciting for her. Well, a townhouse, I think, is what it is. And uh, and so you have to imagine where stuff's going to go. And she she bought this table. Yeah. And uh, she said, you know, I don't know if that table's going to fit. <laughs> you know, I think it's going to it could be yeah. too big, but it right. fit perfectly. Yeah, you know, everything. Yeah. But you're right. You can get hung up on things. That you know really don't matter. No, but but you don't know, right? You know, you, and so that's what faith compel, compels us to do is to continue the hope and to say, like it said in Isaiah, mm-hmm. God's got this, right? And so it's not a trusting and a hope in us; it's a, tr- a trust and a hope in Him, right? Absolutely. Well, I, I love the thing that the, the part of this that just says they were still living by faith when they died, and, and we're doing the same thing as you just mentioned. Yeah. And then verse 14 says, People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. Yeah. That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. That's the hope that we have in Jesus. Yeah. You know, Paul talks about that, that we're, we're no longer citizens of this, this world. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're looking for our, our home. Right. And he talks about that we're ambassadors from a different country. Oh. You know, and, and, and so uh yeah, we're longing for a city that, that we've never seen. Mm. Uh but we feel like, you know, I just don't I don't fit here. We don't. Yeah. Uh, we don't fit here because we want something better. Yeah. And and it's something to look forward to. Exactly. That's a, that's our hope. That is our hope. Yeah. Uh and, and verse fifteen just kind of feels like it's saying what we've said already. They've been thinking of the country uh, that they left. Mm-hmm. They would have had an opportunity to return. Yeah, I, I think it's a good point because, you know, you could say they're not homesick. Well, they are homesick, but they're homesick for a country they haven't been to. It's not like they're homesick for the place they've been. Right. Because if that was the case, they could just go back. Right. They could return to it. And so their longing, their desire, their homesickness is for this place they have not seen yet. And that heavenly home that, yeah. that we're all going to get. You know, it's a great question for us. You know, is, is that our take on heaven? I mean, are we homesick for a place we've not seen? That's a good point because it, it's hard to be homesick for something you've never seen. No. <laughs> but if you're discontent with where you are, right. 
then you want what's what's next. There you go. Okay. That, that's excellent. So this is this whole uh, Hebrews eleven thirteen through sixteen is just a great passage mm-hmm. uh, of hope and demonstrates what hope actually looks like. Yes, and it, that's what I like about yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's that uh, that, that coloring and that flavoring of expectation. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. All right, so we have another verse too, uh, Peter, that yeah. uh, that we have here, and it's Titus two. Verse 13. Yeah, it says, while we wait for that blessed hope, I love the phrase blessed hope. I do too. The appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Just just taking that verse by itself is pretty awesome. You know, he calls it the blessed hope. It's not just a hope. It's the blessed hope. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I am so looking forward to that. Right. You know, I remember as a seminary student praying for the blessed hope every time I had a an exam I was not ready for. <laughs> you know, Lord, may it be today. Yeah. You know, at at eleven fifty would 11, be great. At eleven fifty when I'm taking this yeah, test, if you I'm, would just help me write Lord, the correct answers. Down. Yeah. You know, and I, I I don't know if we live in a in a perpetual state of hoping, longing for right. Jesus come back. Jesus come back. You know, in this day and time, I catch myself saying that more and more. You know, I really yeah, do. Yeah. I, it's something that I I never had said when I was twenty or thirty. Right. <laughs> but now that I'm sixty, yeah. You know, and, and I see see the world, and I see you know, there's something better mm-hmm. than this. And it, it makes me think of when um, I, we went to Italy a couple of years ago. Yeah. And visited a place called the Blue Grotto, mm. and I never even heard of it. And it was the most beautiful place I think I've ever seen in my life. Wow. And while I was there, I thought, you know, heaven mm. is going to put this right. to shame. Exactly. And God created this. Right. Just wait till we get there yeah. to see what he's got in store for us. Exactly. That is a fantastic thing to look forward to. That is the blessed hope. It is. The, yeah. it is yeah. the blessed hope. Yeah. The appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Boy, I tell you, the appearing <laughs> and yeah. seeing Jesus in his glory, that's going to be very magical. Yeah. You know, I think Mercy Me with that song, I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. They've, they've captured it because... You know, we we can say with all the vibrato, boy, when I get to heaven or when I see Jesus, I'm going to ask him this and do this. Right. And man, I if we could get two words out, I would be flabbergasted. You, you know, know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to say anything. I think I'm just going to fall at his feet. Yeah, I I, I, I no, there's couldn't be words. I, there's no way I could articulate anything. Right. Um. I would just follow his feet. Just follow his feet and just worship him. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it, we see all through Scripture that when God appeared uh, through the burning bush with Moses or whatever, mm. they all fell to their feet. Oh, yeah. And and they all were, uh, yeah. don't be afraid. Yeah. It was told to every one of them. Yeah. Because it was just such a, I don't know how to describe it, monumental oh, yeah. vision that they were seeing. You know, I think when you're in the presence of 100% holiness, oh, yeah. I think you're awestruck. I think so, too. You know, and so, you know, you may be a very confident person and, you know, we're used to going into boardroom, boardrooms and, you know, right. getting your way. And this is heaven. <laughs> this is Jesus. This is Jesus this we're is talking different. about. This, yeah. is, uh, this is the Savior of the world yeah. that's, being, that's been born to us. Right. 
that we uh, talked about last month. So this is uh, Titus 2.13, mm-hmm. while we wait for that blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then we have a third one. Yeah, Isaiah 40.31, often quoted. You know, mm-hmm. you may have it in, in your house, but it reads, but for those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength, where they will soar on wings like eagles, they will run and not grow weary, they will walk and not be faint. Oh, love that. Love that. Isaiah forty thirty one. I, I love the the whole this whole verse is just talking about uh renewing of strength mm-hmm. and, and the wings of eagles and, and that kind of thing. So yeah. it, it seems like it is something to really to put your hope into. Yeah. You know, NIV translated as hope, the King James says wait. Okay. And I don't I think they really go together. Uh they're they're we have to wait for that hope. Oh, okay. And so there's that. But the sense of waiting, um, I I think it could lend itself to thinking, I'm just going to sit on my couch and wait. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, it's going to happen. I don't know when. I'm just going to sit here and wait. And and no, there's there's activity. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I think it's kind of like, you know, if a farmer said, Man, we really need a good crop this year. You know, I, I've got a kid in college, and and we the mortgage is due, and I mm-hmm. got to do this, and I'm just going to wait till God plows the field. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wait till God sows the seed. Yeah, you know. But the farmer gets out there. His hope is, I will do my part. I'm going to plow. I'm going to seed. I'm going to make sure I do. And then he's hoping for a good harvest. Right. And that's that's where he leans upon God. And so I think we do our part. It's not that idleness, but we're hoping, we're working, we're we're sharing the good news of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we look forward to what God's going to do. Yeah, and uh, to run and not grow weary. <laughs> I, I thought that was a great little because when I run, I get weary pretty quick. Oh pretty yeah, quick. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just it's just not a long distance run for me. Yeah. It's a, it's a sprint. Mm-hmm. But this uh, they will run and they won't uh, grow weary. Uh, they will walk and not be faint. So yeah. that that shows incredible strength to me. When I think this ties back into our our first verse that we talked about in Luke two about Anna, mm-hmm. she's eighty four years old and she still had the hope. Right. You know, and she could have said, you know, golly, I'm I'm 72. I'm not going to hope anymore. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I've been hoping but for all these years and seen nothing. She kept hoping. Yes. She renewed her strength. She she didn't get weary. She she didn't faint. She just continued to have that hope. That is so good. Well, listen, this uh this whole thing about hope uh in this time of advent is really a, a great thing that we've discussed. Yeah. I've really enjoyed that and thank you so much for uh for preaching that lesson that you did uh, on hope. Next week next uh week we're going to be talking about peace. Peace. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll be talking about peace. So please be sure to uh, watch uh, watch Peter and uh, listen to his lessons on Facebook. You can find that at New Song Baptist Church on Facebook, uh, Columbia, Tennessee. And uh, then we follow that up with podcasts to talk about what peace. What did you talk, talk, yeah, yeah. talk about peace? Yeah. That's what we're going to do. So, all right. Thank you so much for uh, listening uh, to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And we hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful Advent and holiday season. Don't you like that? I was very touchy. It was a, was there's, it touchy? There's a tear in my eye. Well, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, it's my finger. Oh, there's your finger in your eye. <laughs> I just poked myself in the eye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, and God bless.
Thank you for listening to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and be sure and tell a friend.